What's up, y'all? Welcome to this week's episode of Saturdays and Seltzers. Football is pretty much officially back, so this is a pretty football-heavy show. We are continuing our divisional previews with the AFC North this week, reacting to all of the preseason stuff from week one, talking a little bit of silly season from F1, PLL, all the things, all our normal segments at the end. Love you guys so much. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Let's have a good one. Let's go. Coming from a place that y'all gravitate. Looking like a boss, I just had to say I know you got the sauce, no potato bread. All right, sis, knock him out, Mike Tyson. Woo. And I like it, show me a place I can buy it. Woo. But you priceless, superwoman, no sidekick. Dress game like science, girl, you all plus, no minus. Wake up in the morning, check the time, and then the vibes move. Peanut butter curves with jelly above the thigh. Tell them no free sample if they ever want to try. Gotta buy the whole damn pie if you ever want to slice. That's the truth. What is up, party people? Welcome to this week's episode of Saturdays and Seltzers. If you are new here, feel free to like and subscribe if you are listening to us on YouTube or Spotify or what have you. But my name is Kendra Middleton, and I'm joined by my co-host, Haley DeMello, and our producer, Tyler. We have decided that this episode is going to be an angry episode. We're all beefing with our jobs, and life is insane, and I am tired. We're angry. Today is, is an angry episode. It's actually fine. I'm not angry. Yeah, Tyler's great, honestly. I'm Tyler, I don't want to speak day. for you, but... Tyler's usually the one that's, like, sad cat, depressy, but now it's me and Haley. I'm in a great mood because football's back. I want to be in a great mood. Back. College football but is back next week. Sleepy. NFL's back preseason. It's just the best time of the year. We finally got fall-ish weather in Nashville. Like, it's no. a nice, like, okay. cool Okay, you 80. live down south. Shut up. It's nice. No, I'm not. I cannot handle the winter right now. I'm too anxious and upset as oh, a human. I can't wait for it to get here. Ugh. All right. Anyways, we're going to start the show like we always do with our HLH segment, which is our high of the last week, low of the last week, and hero of the last week, which is something unexpectedly good that happened to you since we are a weekly podcast. We just like to catch up a little bit. Tyler has no high and no low, but he nope. has a hero. So I'll yep. come back to him. Haley, what's your high? We have a joint high hero, so. Oh, yeah. Shit. Um, My high is fantasy season. I'm really excited for fantasy season. I, I guess I'm excited for football. I guess, like, that's what it is, but I'm going to just say, like, the inciting incident is the return of Hard Knocks last week, and now we are getting prepared for fantasy football um, you're going to touch on it, but we have a league that we're in together. I have another league I'm in with a couple of my friends that's based solely on SpongeBob memes. The Wait, Bubble Bowl. What? Yeah, so it's the league is the Bubble Bowl, and each team is like a deep SpongeBob meme. So, mm, um, okay. Yeah, mine is These Are Some Ugly Looking Fish, which is from the Bubble Bowl episode. Deep SpongeBob reference there, but. Anyway, I feel like I can't um, name my team until I draft my team. Oh, really? That's fair. That's I've kind of how I feel. I've done it ahead of time as well. Mm-mm. I always no, do, I like, always play off someone's comments. name. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I always play off my, one of my players' names. Well, um, I went ahead and played off a coach's name for our draft. Um, I don't know if okay. you saw that. It's Mike McDank, Yules, and it's the video, uh, the picture of him vaping. So. Um, I think Ryan, so my hero, one of my heroes is our fantasy football league. 
I am trying to, for the people that listen to this show, remember who all's in it that you guys would know, but it's obviously an SNS league. It's me, Haley, Tyler, my friend Patrick, our friend Ryan, who works for Nesson as a stage producer. He, Nancy, Haley's mom, um, Steve, Celtics beat Steve, Celtics writer, um, and Will Whitelaw, who runs the social for the revs and Ben from genius jackets. So lots of SNS lore for our fantasy football league. we got a couple other random people in here that you guys Couldn't probably don't know the show. Ben DiNucci. Yeah. yeah we ben DiNucci. But he would, but he wouldn't be able to play because you can't, that's gambling because we're putting down money. We can, we we can cover it up. Should we ask Ben DiNucci's mom? Yeah. We can ask Ben's mom. There we I go. I don't know Ben's mom, but we could ask her. I how I wonder if she's on the internet. That's a great question. Ben Danucci, mom. mom. Da, 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 Heidi Danucci. Shout I'm out Heidi, oh. friend of the Shout show. Heidi. <laughs> I'm actually trying to find her on Instagram right now. Um, um but okay, yeah. So we, that's our fantasy football league. I'm super excited about it. Yeah, I need Nancy to sign up though because did you see that- my text last night? We'll no. talk offline, but she didn't. She didn't get the original invite, so I sent you her email again. I okay. checked her email and everything, so she wasn't okay. Lying. Okay, wow, we love to see it. Um, also, we have the option we can only randomize the draft order an hour out. So good luck with your prep, I guess. Yeah, like, that's no crazy. My other league, I have, I already have my spot. Yeah, you can. So what we could do is I could ra- like find like a randomization something and manually put it in myself. We can oh. vote on. We can do that. Oh, got it. This is a democracy. I'm down to vote yeah. on it. Yeah. I mean, Kendra's commission is pretty wild. I will say if anyone plays fantasy football, just imagine that situation because it's it's pretty fun so far. Why? Okay, wait, why? Just because like it's kind of like it's not a super high tension right now because it's very much like Kendra will text us all in this group chat and be like, all right, like here's the league. Everybody like do your shit. And then we're going to do it this day. And, and then it's all going to go downhill from there. <laughs> so it would be funny. Like, it's going to be sick. And I'm most excited for the um, the Zoom call that we're going to do. We're going to have to probably maybe snip some stuff out from that because that'll be pretty what fun. What we could do is do a wheel for the draft and do it like on the show next week. Ooh, that's a good idea. Yeah. If people agree that, that's, that they will do that, that can be our proof that it's not rigged. And then we can have a show where either if it goes really well, we can just post like a recap of our draft or we can turn that into a show in itself. Like that would be super easy to do, I feel. For sure. So we're doing it on like a Thursday, right? I won't be around for that Zoom call. You would be. Yeah, that's why I did it at 1030. Late enough for you. Was it late enough for me? Okay, great. That's why I did it. Always um, looking out for Tyler. I don't want to skip over your high, Kendra, because I just read it and I'm really excited to hear about this. I, yeah, so, so my, tell high, us about it. my high is I put in our notes just motherfucking Nathan Rourke. If you watch preseason football or you are on like NFL Twitter, he was the Jags third string quarterback who I believe used to be in the CFL. Yep, the BC Lions. Prop- Probably wow. one of the craziest plays I have ever seen in my life. Yeah, I mean, the balls are just so big. <laughs> I I have no words. I think that's exactly. 
how if you, you haven't seen the play and you listen to this show which like if you listen to this show you probably have seen it to be completely honest but go look it up I'm going to talk about the Jags preseason game and probably preview a little bit of what I expect later in the show. But it was the craziest thing ever. Broke a bunch of tackles. Pretty much almost on. Sorry. We're having beef. I got a notification that someone responded to our. No. (laughs) No. I need to know. Sorry. Sorry. This is Sorry. breaking news. Oh, yeah, breaking news. Breaking Some news. dudes being We're a misogynist online. Yeah, section. we are online. We are in a war, and I had my sound on, so when I open the post to read the comments, it's a real. So if you yeah. want to see some dudes being real dumb, go check out our latest. Uh, Dude, it's uh, fucking Instagram crazy. Reel. Well, it won't um, be our latest reel by the time this. Yeah, airs. it won't be the latest reel, but you can find it. It's a little treasure hunt. See if you can find the reel that we're referencing, but. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I'm going to just, before we get into reasons that make us mad, I'm going to go into my low real quick, if you guys don't mind. Okay, go anyways, live long live Nathan Rourke. He's my king. I know he's making the roster, but fuck it. I love him. The end. Yeah, shout out Nathan Rourke. Really, honestly, motherfucking Nathan Rourke is just the best high of all time, in my opinion. Um, So my low is... It's a twofer, and both are probably, like, some of the most Haley DeMello things that I could bring to the show. The first of which is that BravoCon 2023 is being held in Las Vegas. If you're a fan of the show, you know we love Las Vegas on this podcast. We're a very pro-Las Vegas pod. Um, BravoCon is basically, like, Comic-Con, but all reality television personalities that are on Bravo. Um it's a real thing and a lot of middle-aged and Gen Z women attend. Um, and the gays also love BravoCon. Um, it's true. And Allegedly. I would love to go. It's like one of my, like, I would just love to experience it. I would love to experience it in Vegas. Um, and I am here to report that tickets sold out in record time for the third year in a row for this event in different cities so BravoCon up there with the Eras tour I'm not even sorry like it's it's pretty hard to get in and I'm pretty bummed I'm not going and then my second high is that uh I have to go to the allergist for the first time in a couple weeks been allergy gang for a long time now let me know if you have any questions I know I'm kind of like I'm super not a fan of the doctor I don't know if anyone is really a fan of the doctor but I'm just like not it's not my ish not my thing um and I have a lot of lung problems so I had a pulmonary appointment this week and the lady was like so you're on Zyrtec like every day all year long and I'm like yeah she's like you need to go see an allergist I was like do I though I don't really need to so now I do so wish me luck I'll keep y'all updated um can confirm I am allergic to the bullshit so that'll probably come back I this is insane to say I don't think anybody's ever said this but when you go to the allergist, sometimes they'll do the allergy testing on you where they like stab you with what you're allergic to. And because I like needles, I am very into that. <laughs> awesome. We don't have time to unpack all of that. <laughs> but that's I just so mean sick. in the sense that I like tattoos and stuff. So yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I was allergic to a bunch of stuff they stabbed me with, and it was really itchy, but it was kind of cool. Yeah, I'm uh, not looking forward to that. Botox, love getting Botox, like all that. I love, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. All right, my low is the internet's failing me, whereas I think it's a high for Haley this week. Jags oh, fans have started war with Lions fans and we're one in the same and I don't want us beefing and I just I don't care if anybody else fights I just have always loved Lions fans and Detroit and I don't want to fight with them or any of their fans the end no. I didn't Sad get involved cats. because stick Sad together cats should have each other's backs I agree like Sad they... cats stick together thank you exactly so I guess one of their beat writers or somebody tweeted that there was one Jaguars reporter at camp for the Lions co-practices. And then all of the reporters got involved. Jags Twitter started like beefing with this guy. And then it turned into when was your last playoff game? Like the internet wasn't even invented yet and blah, blah, blah. And it turned into this whole thing. And I, while I am pro chaos and pro slander at times, this is where I personally draw the line yeah i agree i think that's a fair take for sure um so that was milo yeah that's a good one that's a good okay one. tyler wait yes tyler has a hero so tyler hero. hero um so it will probably be the same hero next week um college football's back week zero starts on monday first games i think are on thursday maybe i don't know might be saturday i don't I, i'm not i don't know the any good off ones the top of my head no week zero is like remarkably bad this year navy plays um notre dame is probably the biggest that's a game. good one yeah it's it's good but notre dame's gonna kill them oh one thousand we're gonna be overreacting to how oh notre dame are they National championship bound after week zero. Just well, I think we have decided that we are takes. pro overreactions this year. Is that we are. Are, are, are we we are pro overreacting? Or is that going to be the sure. same for college football? Or are we exclusively overreacting for NFL this year? Well, if there's a reaction football, from me, it's an overreaction. College football is like mostly overreactions. No so. ovary jokes in the comments, please. We're we got so Florida grown. Utah again. Didn't they play last year? Well, that's yes, week one. Ma'am. Yeah, they play. They they did a home and home. So they were yeah. in Florida last year. Now they're in Utah to start this year. And shout out to them, by the way. One of the few like season openers not playing in a neutral site. I think next week we should do a week one Kendra Tyler preview predictions for the big games we don't have to yeah, do a probably. full one but I'll not a full one but just like a quick one right like yeah, who's can gonna win don't, doesn't have to do scores we'll just do north carolina versus south carolina week one lsu florida state oh yeah this is all week one this is all week one week zero is just saturday yeah yeah oh uh, the sucks. 26th it's san jose state and usc yeah that one's a big one too but Ooh. they're just i'm interested in that, that hawaii vanderbilt game vanderbilt killed them last year and I kind of I, I like the over on the Vanderbilt uh, win total. I think it's at three and a half, maybe. I think college football is going to suck this year. I'm going to say it now. Wow, I think it's going to be fine. I think it could be a little chaotic. I think we're not going to have a great product, but that's just me. Um, I think is this the first class of? Yeah, so this is the first class of bowl eligible or NFL eligible players to come from like a starting COVID season, right? Um, I think there could be some from the COVID season, yeah. 
Um, yeah, this is like the first time those the 2020 kids are eligible for NFL stuff. Theoretically, mm-hmm. they, so, they could have redshirted. Yeah, but but yeah, yeah. Or crazy. no, I guess that year doesn't count. So yeah, yeah. All right, um, Haley, hero. My hero is another Haley DeMello classic. Um, and I'm gonna call an audible real quick. Uh, David Krejci with the Boston Bruins announced his retirement this week. So although he is no longer uh an active member on the team, I'm gonna make him my hero just for what he brought to the was, org. Um, question: Was the answer. city in such a state of mourning like it was the last time? Yes, this happened. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think. I think it was kind of a sense of uh, we had done this already, you know, mm-hmm. with what happened when you were here. So, um, but I think at least from my end of things, like I saw a ton of posts and everyone seemed pretty sad, but not necessarily surprised. Um, and I continue to be disappointed in Bruins organization. So um, that's one hero. And then my other Boston hero is Julian Edelman, who was on the New Heights podcast with the Kelsey brothers a couple weeks ago. Um, and I watched the podcast, uh, it came out like four weeks ago, but I watched it last night and it was really, really good. So check it out. Speaking of podcasts, I heard that, that Alex Cooper girl who hosts call her daddy mm-hmm. put out a podcast naming all of the athletes in Boston that she hooked up with when she was here. Yeah. I saw that as well. I haven't watched that video, but I guess she does like, uh, she goes back to Boston. She was a BYU athlete and she like goes to all like her old she went to stomping BU. grounds. Yeah. BU. And you said BYU. Did down. I say BYU? Oh my god. BU. I meant Boston University, but I got Zach Wilson on the brand, I guess. Um she played soccer, didn't she? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she goes back and like does like this tour, but I heard that she said like a lot of things that I'm like, oh well, okay. <laughs> so. I kind of want I've never listened to any of her shit, but I kind of want to listen to this. I think that's kind of an iconic concept. So like, it's imagine iconic, if we had. I would never. No, I would never either. But it's just the the concept, and not necessarily like talking about who you slept with, but like going back to like your old stomping grounds when you were in college and like telling stories. Like that's kind of fucking awesome. I, I would you... never even tell people the contacts I have in my phone, like as a brag. <laughs> yeah, like I, I for real, just like would not or could not. <laughs> But, like, good for her. Like, what does she have to lose, I guess? Like, she's getting married. It's probably, like, she does, like, if she's talking about them, she clearly didn't sign an NDA. Dude, and the stories she has. I mean, like I said, I've watched the video, but I'm sure she has some, like, fucking wild tales from her time. And she, um, from what I saw, she used to go to, like, some pretty iconic Boston bars. Like, you'll see a couple familiar faces, I think. Probably. Makes sense um my hero is that the premier league is back this is such a good one i am happy about it i love soccer or football whatever you want to call it should um, we right, review I mean- our uh prem uh alliances here out of the way i'm I a think man-, man city fan if anyone didn't I know i think it's obvious i'm a united fan i just traveled to new york to watch them tyler i don't have a soccer team Pick I one. think we should force force um, Tyler to pick I'll one pick right now. Can we find Rexham. a Hogwarts quiz? Do we do we have like a no, preliminary? Like no, Tyler, Premier you need League. a good Rexham team. FC. No, you need a good. They're team. good. No, they're not. You need well, like a like, pick pick a Premier League team. Yeah, yeah, pick a Premier League. I don't team. know what that means. That means Google, Google Premier League, it. and then pick off the the logos. We'll Ooh. come back to you. 
Mir big, not spelled like that. This is bullying Tyler 101. Yeah. yeah, they do this all the time. We do do this all the time. Usually just in private. Um, you can also take uh, colors into consideration. I know you're a big color yeah, guy. Yeah, I know you're a big, yeah. I'm a big color guy. Liverpool's got some good colors. <laughs> you would be an iconic Liverpool fan. Um. Nottingham, the sheriff of Nottingham from what is the sheriff of Nottingham from? Uh, I'm watching the wheels turn. Robin Hood? I have no idea. Sherlock Holmes. I don't care. Okay, well, you have have 10 seconds. 10. (sighs) Who are you all fans of? I don't want to be the same fan. Man City and Man United. So just don't pick one with Man City. Tottenham. That's great. That's perfect. great. Perfect. Perfect. That's exactly who I wanted you to be. You have to be a diehard for the rest of your life now. I'm and you have to be now. prepared to be miserable. Hold on. Before I commit, who was the best jerseys in the English Premier League? Probably right. Chelsea. Yeah. I don't know. I'm a sucker for Man City Blue, though. That baby blue. Is that also, I understand that those? there are some problematic things with Man City ownership, blah, 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 blah. I was a fan before all those things were brought to light. And they were the only club in the Premier League founded by a woman, which is why I was originally a fan of them. So you know, I'm... I'll stick with Tottenham, but I'm all also right. a Wrexham fan. Okay, I'll allow it. All right, any other thoughts? Um, I hope Steve Hewitt loses our fantasy league. Me I don't too. care who wins, but not Steve Hewitt. Not Steve Hewitt. If Let's I don't, all band you know, together. We are. No, we already are. A couple of people have already said in the chat that beyond us three, some of our other friends. Are so it's not us, guys. Punishment? We're not We're not bullies. I'm just saying. But other people have attested that as long as he loses, it is a success. As long, I don't care if I come in last place. As long as Steve Hewitt does not win, I don't give a flying fuck. I would spend $20 twice for Steve to lose this league. I agree with that. Okay. As long as we're all in agreement. Survivor right, Alliance. So, as football, collusion here, but it's fine. Is, I'm the commissioner, so... <laughs> the commissioner's always the dirtiest one of all, anyway. That part. Um, just to be fair, I will not be cheating. I'm actually a good commissioner, but fuck. No, and that's why I'm saying, like, you are a great commissioner, because if you're going to screw us over, I know you're going to do it to our face. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, like, if and or but, no sneaky shit. Like, it'll be obvious. No, I'll straight up tell your ass. (laughs) Like, full, full transparency. Um, okay. So, obviously, the big theme of this show is that football's back for real this time. So we have a ton of football to talk this week. We already kind of hinted at we are continuing our divisional previews with the AFC North. But first, I want to just recap the preseason really quick. Get that out of the way. Um, I watched the Eagles-Browns games last night. My, I don't know if you guys did. I've watched absolutely none. I watched the uh, whole thing. I've watched none. No preseason My- football this year. Okay, my big takeaway is just Dorian Thompson-Robinson. I get that the Browns have a ton of depth. I talked to some people on Twitter about this last night. I get that you have Josh Dobbs and Kellen Mond. Do I get the seniority thing, whatever, maybe that they've made more plays in their career? Josh Dobbs didn't play too terrible considering the circumstances he was under last year. I get it. 
but I do think he deserves a roster spot, even if it's not there, like somewhere. And I feel like they could probably get something for him. I don't know if he'll be a practice squad guy. I don't know, but I think that he rocks. I'm a big fan. He's got a really good preseason. That's that was pretty. The game last night was so fucking boring. The fact that it was three two for like time. Oh. We started with a safety, bro. I I kept thinking back to our show last a couple weeks ago where you were like, if the first NFL regular season game, the first score is a field goal, I'm gonna kill somebody. And all I could think last night was, dude, if it's a safety, like I think that might be even worse. Like it was so boring, and I was just like, like it, I tweeted last night that um preseason is kind of like a dress rehearsal with all of the understudies and that's what last name's game like literally felt like it was literally just like it kind of was i don't know yeah it was wild it was really wild uh the wwe made an appearance yeah for like I a solid that. 15 minute segment um so that was kind of wild they threw the sideline announcer to the ground i did they, see that part. yeah well the sideline announcer guy also like tried like pushed one of them i don't know yeah, if he you was caught that it. like he was in on it but like it's all scripted like, Haley. It's, it's all I know. scripted it's all scripted but i was also like dude like don't fuck with him. <laughs> like, i would he let did him hit throw the me hard <laughs> i was um, like i don't i i would i would i would do it our boy uh, yeah. took oh, that oh yeah like 100 percent props um, to him yeah, dude, I don't know. Um, I thought it was they also did you guys see the new um Eagles jerseys? The, the I love Kelly them. Green. The Kelly Greens, I love so them. So my mom brought up a good point. Shout out Nance, friend of the show. Um she watched the game last night. And she messaged me and was like, uh, these are the exact same color as the Jets. And I yeah. think that's kind of Yeah, kinda. One's AFC, Better one's helmets, NFC, though. though so, Better like, helmets. whatever. Yeah, that's true. That's true, also, too. Also, the Eagles still don't wear that color, and I really want a Jack Driscoll one. It was kind of cool, though. Like, it, when I saw them, it made sense. And then when you see them next to the Eagles colors now, it's so different. That green that they have now is just so, uh, like, a dark, cool green. I, I wonder know. why yeah. they changed it. Because uh, I've heard, I don't know, don't quote me on this. This might be wrong. I heard they don't have the rights to the Kelly Green jerseys. The no. co- like the color code. I've heard they don't have the rights. And the person who owns the rights only lets them use it for like one game a year. Or that was the and previous agreement. I, that may have changed with the new. Can't you change the like color code just like minimally Slightly. though? I don't know. I, I don't, I'm not a law boy. Not a law boy. Not a law boy. <laughs> Um, and I could have just other, made all that up completely. So, my only other thought know. about the game last night was just that all the Georgia players obviously look really good, mm-hmm. as we suspected. Of course, yeah, yeah. How is so, uh, my boy? Um, what's his name doing? The race car driver. Oh, Jalen. Um, Jalen, yeah, Carter. I just couldn't. It, his name escaped me. He's been fine. Nothing crazy. I think some of the other guys have had better preseasons. I I don't think he's has he been playing much. Yeah, I was gonna say. I hope yeah. they haven't been playing too much. Yeah, he hasn't been playing a whole lot. So, those are my only takeaways from last night. I know that Haley watched the Pats game last week just because we watched it together. Yeah, that um, was fun. By the way, yeah. I did have a good time. Yeah. So Haley and I did we talk about Bill and the number zero? No, we did not, but I saw this in here and I've done some research and I think I might have some answers for you, but okay, give me your thoughts first. Well, just for people who haven't been deep into it, basically, 
I, like other people, expected Christian Gonzalez, the rookie corner for the Patriots, to take the number zero. He did not. I think he took 17 or something. Um, And none of the rookies took zero. So there was a lot of clutter about, does Bill not want the rookies taking zero? Is it a number you have to earn? Does he think it's not a real football number? X, Y, Z. So... I just don't know why nobody would take zero, especially because I think they'd be the first for the team to wear it, if I'm not mistaken. That would be correct. But um, So I agree 100%, and I've done some digging, and here's what I found. There was one player on the Patriots who was slated to take the number zero, and that would be Jack Jones. <laughs> Oh. oh, so oh. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe if it's cursed, potentially, maybe they are staying away from that because that was his number, I believe, when he was in college. So he had come out as one of the people that wanted to take it. It was going to be him or Christian. And now so all of a sudden, so we don't know who's taking zero. So is it bad that I kind of wish Bill would have given it to Christian just as like a silent fuck you for the drama? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I yeah, because now like we talk about the whole situation and I and I think Bill is just the kind of guy who's like, no, no one's gonna wear it because you 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 fucked up for everybody. So yeah, I could totally I wouldn't see that. be surprised if that was the mentality. I really wouldn't. Um, the other big news kind of coming out at the end of last week was the Zeke signing. I think it happened right as we finished recording, maybe. Literally. I think that this is the better of the signings. I've said it on this show. I've said it on 98.5 just because do I get why Dalvin Cook is a hot commodity and a great player and adds a lot of depth to your offense? Yes. I think that he was too similar to Ramondre Stevenson to put on this team like it's just they they play a very similar style but when you add someone like Zeke I have already taken the over on his touchdown projections for the season just because he's going to be their goal line guy he can pick up the blitz when your offensive line sucks it doesn't matter how you can add depth there I think you need to do it Dalvin Cook while he can be a type of running back to be able to do that he's not as big he's not as thick as Zeke I think that that's probably why outside of Dalvin seeming like he really wanted to go to New York, that Zeke made sense for the Patriots. And I just, I, I like the signing. I get that a lot of people don't, they think he's just a name that's washed. I don't think his career is over. I don't think it's close to over. I think that he wants to make a name for himself. And I think I, if you would have said to me a couple years ago that Zeke Elliott and Juju Smith Schuster would be on the Patriots, I would have fucking laughed at you. Yeah, it's crazy. I was actually a big fan of the signing. I will be honest, I wasn't a huge fan when you look at the numbers just straight up a $6 million deal at first. I was like, whoa. But then you find out that $1 million is a sign-on bonus, $3 million to play, and then $2 million is incentive. And I honestly like looked at that deal with the money that we've talked about the Patriots organization having and needing to spend to some extent. I was kind of okay with it. Um I'm also, we've discussed on the pod a couple times, I'm super pro running back. Obviously, everything going on in the league right now, I understand that it's one of those very much debated positions in terms of value in the team, depending on, obviously, the system that you're running. I'm excited to see a Zeke-level running back in the Patriots system. I think it's going to be something pretty different. Talking about how much we're looking at Mac Jones and his ability and maybe lack thereof, depending on how we're able to adjust to, you know, Bill O'Brien. 
this season, I don't know. I just, I'm excited. I think it's going to be different. I, I just don't, I can't think of a Pats team that has really been able to run the ball strongly and effectively as much as they've been able to pass it. So I think that it's going to be a change and I hope that they're able to utilize him in a way that can obviously improve what we can do offensively because last year it wasn't working. So Yeah. Um, I don't have any comments on the Gasicki injury other than the fact that he is allegedly supposed to be back before the season starts. I think that he, I've said that I thought that he was going to be their number one target this season, just because you're kind of falling back into that two tight end system that Bill likes to play. He's obviously the pass catcher between the two of them. If you ask me, but if he's going to be back fine, I'm just, that sucks. And it worries me a bit because I do really liked him, like him. And he was my favorite signing of them for the off season. Um, but circling back to the preseason game, I thought Keon White looked really good, but the star of the night for me was Malik Cunningham. I know that it's been talked about all week that Bailey Zappi and Mac Jones seem to have a very negative relationship, according to some people, but I, I think that Malik could maybe take the job on sure, but like the starting job. No. Oh my God. No. Bailey Zappi's job is the backup. I think that Malik could be number two. just want to make sure. I love Malik Cunningham. I, I don't think he's going to be anything in the league, but I love the idea of Malik Cunningham. I have to say, I was really impressed. Like, I think that was my biggest takeaway, too. And and everyone I talked to that watched the preseason game felt the same. Like, just that last, you know, the last half of the third, the fourth, he looked really good. And, you know, we talked about, you know, Kendra, when we were on the phone you were shocked at how long Bailey was still out there and that he played into the third. Yeah. I, and I agree, but I also think it really shows. And and we're going to go into when we talk about the Jags too, but I have to say, like, I do have some faith in the QB position with, with new England right now, based on that game alone, but not a ton. I think that it's better than anticipated, but I'm honestly like nervous to see back out there. I'm like going to be 100% honest. Has he played in any of the games? No, yet, Matt? not yet. No. Here's the thing for me. Maybe it's just because I haven't seen it. That's a good point, Tyler. I think the issue is that you don't, you have a starter, but you don't have a true starter. I don't think that any That's of these 100%. guys are anything other than a lower back half of the middle of the league quarterback situation wise. Mm-hmm. Like the. Mm-hmm. Malik Cunningham is very different from Bailey Zappi and Mac Jones and Mac and Bailey are Mm -hmm. pretty different. Like Mm -hmm. Mac's bigger. He's maybe a little bit more accurate, but Bailey's arm is way bigger. I think Bailey has bigger balls than Mac. I think he's willing to go out there and sling it a little more. He's not afraid to get hit, whatever. Malik's way different than that. But the thing is, is that I just worry that they don't have a true number one and that the space between whoever Matt whoever's Matt Max backup is going to be just isn't big enough for it to be that big of a game changer I agree what if they do something wild and do like a quarterback by committee that'd be crazy it's just I and maybe and again you know I, I talk all the time and we joke I'm a homer I get that I grew up my whole life with Tom Brady as the Patriots quarterback. So for me, that is, that is where I am most uncomfortable that we don't have that number one for sure guy in that spot that we can rely on. And I know it doesn't, it's not necessary. um, It's not necessarily like the quarterback wins all the games, but it's a very important position, especially in the system that 
Bill Belichick has created having Bill O'Brien back in that offensive coordinator position. I just feel more so than ever before. Like, I don't know how this is going to go down and I don't like that. Yeah. I just feel like there is not a big enough, like I think of other, when you think of all the top teams in the league right now, Mm -hmm. the talent gap between a starter and a backup, is significant and I Mm -hmm. don't think that the talent gap between the quarterbacks on this team right now is significant and that's my fear like I'm not even talking about having someone as good as Tom Brady who can go out there and make mid receivers look like all-stars it's just the fact that it's not everyone's talking about how you know uh Tua had the jump when he had Tyreek. Trevor Lawrence had the jump when he had Christian Kirk. All of these comparisons of Josh Allen and Joe Burrow and having a good receiver. But the thing is, is that Mac Jones receivers this year really aren't that bad. And people are making it seem like he's out here slumming it. Like Mike Kosicki is a good receiver. Yeah, that's what I don't understand. I don't understand that either. I've seen that too. And I don't get that because I think that it's, again, like, I don't know what they've, if they're still referencing Alabama, Mac Jones, like it very much feels like they're still, like, I don't know who they're talking about because I'm like, were we watching the same team last year? Because I agree. I think, our receivers are very talented and have the ability to be very talented if they get thrown the ball correctly. Last year, I get it. Fine. You can use last year as an excuse as a whole altogether. The receivers aren't great, but the fact that that narrative is continuing this season is what's bothering me. Like, it's not the receivers that are the issue. It's obviously the offensive line, but there's enough talent out there for him to go make it work. I agree. And there I think has that to people be are just making excuses. There the has calling to be didn't a help him at all either to... last year. Yeah. No. I think. I last agree. year doesn't count at all for me, but yeah. it's the fact that the narrative this year is like, woe is Mac Jones not having any weapons. It's like there are quarterbacks who are in a lot worse situation than Mac Jones and who are having competitive numbers. Like, I don't want to hear it. I really do feel, and do you feel this way as college football stands that you are, that it is, and maybe it's just because he is from Alabama, but I, and that goes back to the offensive line conversation too. He's constantly getting excuses for having this offensive line that isn't up to par, but would he be having those same excuses if he didn't come from Alabama, do you think? I don't think that has anything to do with it, but I think the fact that he talks about his career at Alabama a lot does dumb his NFL playerness down to people who actually follow this team but to just random fans are like oh yeah Alabama haha like it's whatever but I want to hear about you right now right and I get that Bill O'Brien and him have a relationship because of Alabama but I'm fucking sick in here and I'm I'm sick of hearing about it I am I am too I really am too I it's just kind of like Alabama well, like, I mean I don't know maybe I just haven't experienced it before but it is kind of like all right we get it but now you're with the Patriots. Like, what are you going to do for the Patriots? And we're still talking about Alabama with him in terms of like, oh, what was Mac Jones? Like he had so much of a better offensive line in Alabama and that's why he could really shine and he can't shine here because he was like, this is the NFL. Like, I just don't understand that argument at all. Okay, but you you can't have that argument in general because think about the quarterbacks who go in the top 10 picks who are going to terrible fucking teams, exactly. terrible teams with probably not a whole lot of talent altogether. That's not an excuse because these guys still find a way to turn it around. And you can't really give him the excuse because Trevor Lawrence also had a year with Urban Meyer and all of that fucking shit, but they figured it out. Look at Joe Burrow and the terrible offensive line he had, yep. he had a season ending exactly. injury and 
still is fine. Like, I don't want to hear it. Like I said this about Trevor Lawrence last year. I was just like, stop making excuses for him. He's either going to work out or he's not like Mm -hmm. it is what it is. And I'm sick and tired of the excuses for Mac Jones because the Patriot homers, I get it. I'm a homer too, just not for the Patriots. It's whatever, but it's just either the blind delusion or continuing to parrot points that aren't actually even points. For sure. Yeah. And they actually, if you, if you think about them, prove the opposite of the point that you're trying to make. (sighs) I don't know, dude. It's frustrating. I totally get it. And even as a Patriots fan, like I, and I've, I've made my, not even distaste, but my, um, what's the word that I'm looking for? Um, distrust, I guess. No, my hesitancy with Mac Jones, just like, I'm not a hundred percent a truther. I, yet I just can't be. And I don't want to hear anybody else call me a Patriot hater because I have the Patriots over on the season on DraftKings mm-hmm. right now, bitches. I'm mm-hmm. not a Patriot hater. I'm a Patriot truther. What's that number? Yeah, you are. 100%. How many wins? I think, I think eight and a half. Eight and a half? Is what I took or had. I don't know what it is right now, but I took them over eight and a half. That's probably hovering around that. Yeah. So suck it. Um. Talking about you being a homer. (laughs) Yeah, I was just going to say, I was going to talk about the Jags-Cowboys game. Let's do it. I like reiterating my reiterating my point about not making excuses for Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence's first throw of the game last weekend was a pick. Trevor Lawrence's first throw in the NFL was a pick. Trevor Lawrence threw five picks in a playoff game last season. Am I frustrated about it? Yes. Did I expect him to like to fix the turnover problems in the offseason? Yes. Am I a little worried about it? No, but it is still an issue for me. And sure, I have been an advocate for Trevor being higher in these rankings this season. But when you go out there and everyone is bitching about the amount of interceptions you throw and your first throw of the 2023 season is an interception, I'm going to continue to reiterate the issues. You could be one of the best quarterbacks this league has ever seen if you fix that issue, but it's just not giving me any promise at the moment, especially when you're doing it. I think it's worse to do it in the preseason than it is the regular season for your first throw, just because you're probably out there not against ones. I don't care if you're rusty. I was going to ask you too, because I know when we talked about this last week and even the week before, just about NFL preseason in general, how people feel about it, how people feel about how their teams attack it. And you were a big advocate of not having your starters out in the preseason, let alone game one, not making excuses for him. But were you also frustrated that he was put in that position to begin with? Or do you think that's just the way the cookie crumbles and, you know, It just depends on your coach, dude. Like, it really does. I get why some... I get both sides. I do. But even if you are going to throw them out there, I think it should be week three. Although I I understand the argument that if they get hurt and it's something minor, you want time, blah, blah, blah. I get that argument too. But I just, ah, man, because I look at, it's been really 50-50 this year of teams who have put starters out there and who haven't. And I know everyone's going to get their time at some point. Right. It's just there's no right or wrong answer when it comes to preseason. I personally just hate seeing my starters out there because it makes me so fucking anxious. But there's no right or wrong answer. There's really not. Yeah, it was just so classic the way that you were, you said that you're like, and I agree. It does make me anxious. When we talked about the Pro Bowl comparisons, right? Like that whole that whole event makes me anxious now because I'm just so worried about injuries and things like that. And even last night watching the Eagles and the Browns game, there were a couple of injuries that I was just like, oh man, like you know, really preventable stuff. And then literally like right after we recorded together, 
the Jags came out and said they were going to start Trevor game one. And you were like sick. Like it was almost like they had listened to you and then just said, nope, psych. Like exactly what you don't want. Yeah. Um, but I really, I, I wanted to ask you too, and, and you can obviously, I know you want to talk about the Jags, but the Cowboys, what you thought about, cause we've talked about the, the coaching changes and, and how you thought some certain coaches should have been bumped up to a head coaching position without naming names. But what did you think from the Cowboys play calling perspective? Is there hope for this organization? Are they kind of just like, I don't know, man, I, I, Tyler, and you can answer too, if you want, I just, how do we feel about the Dallas Cowboys? I know it's early, but. Well, my opinion my- on preseason is that the play calling here is not the same as it's going right. to be in the regular season. Yeah, and you can. So make I, I don't it, think yeah. that's really something to look at in the preseason. But go ahead, Kendra. Yeah, I agree. I, I guess if you're just asking about my expectations from the Cowboys, I have always thought that Mike McCarthy hinders them. It's not that they don't have talent; it's just that they don't hone the talent that they have properly. And I feel that same way about this season. But Dak Prescott also has turnover issues. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that if he can, and he said that he was going to try and not have any turnovers this season that's not realistic I don't believe him that's a lie I get how you have to say that about yourself still my issue with the Cowboys isn't a lack of talent it never has been it's just a lack of ability to turn that talent into something better but that being said I do think that the Cowboys are my dark horse in that division this year um we we did the NFC East a couple weeks ago but they still they're still I I really like the Cowboys this year do I think that they are a Super Bowl caliber team Obviously not. I've been on the Eagles to win the Super Bowl since the end of la- since the end of the draft. Um, but I think they're obviously everybody's favorite. But if for some reason something catastrophic were to happen to them or the Cowboys for some reason got their shit together completely, I think that they could compete a little bit. Nobody's repeated that division since like what twenty sixteen, I think. Yeah, 2014, 2016, whatever. Some, I think that was twenty fourteen to sixteen. I think there was like a three year. Yeah, it's a shit show. Yeah, it's a shit show of a division. For sure. Yeah. So I don't think that anything in the preseason says a whole lot. I think that they were fine. Um, They had some good defensive plays that they made. They came back for a minute. Trevor shook off that inter that interception pretty quickly through two touchdowns, two point conversion to Zay Jones, which was incredible to watch. Oh my god! (laughs) My computer just split off the thing. (laughs) Nice. I caught it though. Good catch. Um, yeah, I know, right? I also never, I was going to say this when I was talking about Nathan Rourke earlier, but the fact that I could potentially be saying that the Jaguars have depth at QB is hysterical and not something I ever thought I'd be able to say. But other than that situation, my other two big takeaways before we move into just some random thoughts on preseason so far is that Caleb on Chason was a waste of a pick. And that I think that this is, I think that Tank Bigsby could be the number one running back in the system by halfway through this season. Such That's my I team. kind of think so, such too, an elite to be name. honest with you. With a name like that, you gotta. Caleb gotta on Chase on such a, uh, what a fall. He was a like a number one pick projected at one point. Yeah, he, he really fell from, from grace. grace. Yeah. Um, I wanted to talk about some of the rookie quarterbacks really quick too, just before we get into our division preview and talking about the Jags Lions super quick, just because we are fans and they're playing each other this week. CJ Stroud looked like shit. Yeah, I was going to say we're going to talk about draft pressure and fall from grace. I get really nervous with some of this stuff, guys. Like the more we each year, the more we hype these kids up in the draft 
and around and then they go to these shit teams it's like oh, it's tough it's yeah, tough he's, to watch he's set bro. up for failure I it's think. tough to watch i disagree i'm not worried about it at all i think he looks like shit but he's i have i have odds on him for rookie of the year rookie really of the year, really i do i'll tell you what i took it at um, he was my favorite of all of the. He's got to be up there. He's a quarterback. He, so it's probably top five, I would imagine. The pick that they made back to back to kind of just give D'Amico Ryan some picks, let him fucking coach this cook. team, get his guys. <laughs> let D'Amico really, cook. <laughs> yeah, I think D'Amico's gonna be a great head coach. I, I think out too. of all the teams in this division, they took the biggest jump in the offseason to get better. They signed some guys. They let some guys go. I really like what they did this year. I like D'Amico. I'm not going to overreact about CJ Stroud's game. I'm just saying he looked like shit and he's either, here's the thing. It's a boomer bust league. You're either going to learn from it and you're going to get better or you're not. And you're going to get two years to figure it out. Maybe three if you're lucky and that's about it. Good luck. Do or die. I don't like, I know that there's a lot of pressure, but it is what it is. Like there's a lot of pressure in everything. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. We'll talk about the um, that division in a couple weeks um, and get more thoughts in. But I, I think this year is going to be a disaster, but I like what they're doing in Houston. I, I think they're setting themselves up well for the future. I just think this year is probably going to be a little bit. I took CJ Stroud for rookie of the year at plus 850. 850, okay. yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> that's pretty baller. I think the thing with the Texans is they're just going to have to not houston themselves they're just gonna have to like you know what i'm saying like there's so many i feel like situations we can look back on in the last decade and yes i understand the coaching situation is different and i agree that i think that they're gonna be able under D'Amico to potentially really have a strong team and i know they've made a couple like potential playoff contentions but i just i i feel like they're one of those teams that they can really play themselves like they can have the talent they can have the coaching and it's still not work out whether it be an ownership situation or something else i just don't want them to houston it um i also want to talk about the other afc south rookie quarterback cj St- or anthony richardson um he had a crazy play and joint practices i don't know if you guys saw that that I've was pretty insane it. i've got a i've got an indianapolis fan in one of my group chats it's I, so unbearable do you I have want any thoughts? To fail so bad just to shut him up do you have Sorry, any thoughts on richardson i think he'll be fine i'm worried i i'm getting maybe because i grew up a washington fan getting feelings of rg3 worried for his knees um kind of think they're gonna use him incorrectly um but I don't know. I think he's going to be fine. He's a freak, a freak athlete. He's I mean, a, he's going to do he is things. huge, dude. You look at like he just the size. I know it's the NFL. Like all these guys are huge, but he is just such a dyna- dynamic. Sometimes like with those lanky quarterbacks, they don't have like control over all their limbs at the same mm. times. But he's just such an athlete, and he's built. I don't know. I'm kind of going into the 23-24 season. I'm sorry, but I think the Colts are my um villain just because of the Jim Irsay situation always and a villain for me. the 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 Dale Dimadome Dimadome and now that I have that image of them I don't think I'm going to be able to shake it off I hope he does well can I say I hope the Colts do well not really uh, I, hope I just they, I hope it's not... a disaster and I think they will have a top five pick I did not expect them 
to name Anthony Richardson as their starter, I really just wholeheartedly expected it to be Gardner Minshew. I'm not even going to lie to you guys. Yeah. So that was that was my big takeaway. I, think, I just truly I think Gardner will be starting at some point this season because injury. I think so too. I, yeah. I think oh. Anthony's going to get injured very quick. Mm, interesting. Yeah, the like, RG three comparison the is season. really interesting. He might interesting. miss some time and then come back. I I just think he has a history of getting hurt, and yeah. they feel like the team that's going to rely on him being mobile. And I think he's just going to get a little banged up. Yeah. All right. Um, last rookie, our favorite of the group, not me. I am not, I know it is just Tyler, not Kendra's favorite, and not my favorite for the record either. (laughs) My boy, I have not. What is what is he in the news for? I haven't seen him. He looked really good. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, yeah, as it tends to go, as it tends to go. I still think he's just a baby. Nobody believes me. You think he's a baby? He's that's a grown man. He's just he's, so tiny. He's been in he's, we're for like the same years. size. Okay, that's fair. I just I don't I mean, mean his age. Just babies. Have you seen Deuce Vaughn on the Cowboys? Mm-hmm. That man is a baby. I am I'm taller than him. So is Haley. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. most of the population is. His name is uh, Stetson Fleming Bennett the fourth. Hell yeah, yeah, brother. That's good. Uh this my rookie. Uh, this headline says Rams QB Stetson Bennett on the hype train. Former NFL quarterback says not so fast. So I think tiny. we still yeah, no, have disaster. plenty to see. And I'm starts, excited to see it go down. If he starts, I think he'll have like a good game and people are going to overreact and call him the next Tom Brady. And then he's quickly going to uh, fall back to earth. Icarus flew too close to the sun. The number one question underneath <laughs> Stet- uh, Stetson Bennett when you look him up on Google is why didn't he graduate? <laughs> Wait, we're still trying graduate? to figure. We're still trying to figure that out. We don't know for. We sure. don't know. We don't. We don't know. know for sure, but people are speculating sure. that he was at Georgia for eighty-four years and did not leave with a <laughs> diploma. Which fair brag. Um, fair brag. So the big headline this week: we have a Jags Lions preseason game. How are we feeling? Contention is high on the pod. I am going ahead as a Jags fan. Um, and I'm a bigger Jags fan than a Lions fan, but I grew up with my dad being a big Lions fan. So, um, I have love for daddy Campbell and the organization as well. Um, I'm going to go ahead and and be Switzerland this week. Um, I'm not going to pick sides. I'm going to support you both equally. I'm just pulling for no injuries. I think that's how I feel too. I I'm just excited don't want to see. To get I think injured, my boy Jacoby's going to play. And side note, sidebar on Jacoby, I'm strongly considering buying a number 50 Jacoby jersey because okay. I think that's awesome. Nobody, that's he's going to wear it in the preseason because he's allowed to and change his number. But a 50 quarterback jersey would be so fun. I think yes. you're going to regret it for the meme if you don't get one. Mm, probably. If I don't get one? Yeah. I'll probably regret it either way, but um, I don't have a ton of thoughts. I'm obviously excited to watch Nathan Rourke, but the Lions. Are just... <laughs> I love that. That's the big takeaway from this week. It's like Nathan Rourke Central, bro. Like, I wish Hayden Hooker were playing because I would love to watch Hayden Hooker in the preseason. Well, so the Lions said that they're sitting their starters. I have not heard what the Jags are doing. I swear to God, if. Probably the opposite of whatever you want them to do. (laughs) 
They're, so they're I wouldn't even say it. Yeah, I wouldn't even say it. Take a stance and then they're I don't care the if you want to get everybody snaps except for Trevor. Put him in fucking bubble wrap on the sidelines. God damn it. In yeah, one of those soccer bubbles. Like having yes. him, like the boy in the plastic bubble. Yeah. Yes. Bubble boy. Yeah. Because if 1, he gets injured, you're so the fucked. season's done. Yeah. You're so fucked. I, don't like, even, I, just, I can't talk about it. I'm going to throw up. I can't talk about it. I mean, I the same with uh, Jared Goff. If Jared Goff goes down. Yeah. I mean, like, it's just, I don't understand. Like, I don't understand the, the logic still of recovering it. from an injury. No, I'm going to throw up. Need... Wearing number 50. <laughs> we need to move on. We need to move on. <laughs> I can't do, I cannot. Dude, the last thing that my fucking mental health needs in the entire world is an injury to Trevor Lawrence or Jamal Agnew just because he's my motherfucking boy. Okay. We love Jamal Agnew. Shout out to the kid that sat with us in the Tennessee game. Jamal, Jamal Agnew, truther. truther. <laughs> yes. Okay, before I actually puke, because I think I'm going to, especially staring at this spilled matcha. Not Jacoby Brissett. Apologies. Um, our division preview is the AFC North this week. I was very conflicted while I was doing this for a lot of reasons. But now that I'm looking at it, I think that we pretty much all have the same thing except for our bottom two teams. We so, do have breaking the- news for the division as well. Um, Jadavian oh. Clowney is going to the Ravens. No! Oh, I kind of want to He was go supposed to go to the Jags. Yeah, so uh, one of the top names in the NFL, just in terms of like a name, such a good well, name. Um, washed, he is headed yeah. to the Ravens. So I don't know if that's going to have any impact on anybody's thoughts, but just wanted to put that out there. Honestly, it kind of might put him. I think Baltimore is going to finish right around that 10 win mark that might put them Me over too. the win total. I have the Bengals at 12 and five and the Ravens at 11 and six, but my Ravens are the dark horse in this division. I think they're kind of fucking sick. I think that might, that move might push me to have the Ravens as my dark horse too. I, I had the Browns just because I, I don't know. I really, I'm just such a sucker for, I really want them to do well. And I feel like looking at them last night, I think, the pieces are there for them to not have a garbage season. And I, and I think that we've talked obviously about their quarterback situation, which is not the worst that you could have. Um, And as much as I hate Deshaun Watson, I just, I really want them to be able to pull it out just for the fan base, for the city of Cleveland. The Browns. Also now I'm like, fuck the Browns. And I kind of am riding with the Ravens. So I think I'm going to make an audible and put them as my dark horse. You know what? I love. We said this last year. I love a lot of Browns fans. I'm friends with a lot I of agree. Browns fans. I, I feel agree. bad for Browns Me fans, too. specifically the women that I am friends with who are Browns fans. That being said, I love you guys. Fuck the Browns, truly. Like yeah. I hope that you guys suck for the rest of eternity. I'm not sorry. No, I. Yeah, I mean you're so not wrong. I just I have this like inner inner turmoil debacle at the beginning of every season uh, and by every season i mean especially the last two um but i think you help you said it best i think you helped me make my decision fuck the browns i have the Bengals going 12 and 5 i do think that they're going to have some regression this season i do think they're a super bowl caliber team if they can stay healthy i think that this is probably i'm gonna say the second toughest division in football with my whole chest yeah i think it's first toughest for me 
Now really? Know, the AFC or most East, competitive. Bro. I don't think they're AFC like East. the best teams in the world, but playing each other, these teams are going to go through the ringer, I think. The AFC East AFC is East. one for me. By far. I was thinking NFC West too, but maybe, well, even the AFC West is tough. Fuck. I'm still, I still think that this is my two. This is definitely one of the more tough divisions, though, regardless I, of how you feel. I, I do have zero faith in the Steelers season, though. I think that they're going to have a top five pick. I think they're my dark horse. I think Pittsburgh showed some promise last year, believe it or not. I don't believe I in Kenny, Kenny Pickett. I don't either. And I think Please that hold. I'm a, I have to be honest. Like we've talked about, you know, I've come around as a, as a, as a Patriots homer, I've come around to the city of Philly and I love Philly. I love the fans. Um, I cannot do the same for the city of Pittsburgh. Sorry, not sorry. It's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. Um, and I can't ride with the Steelers. And I honestly hope they have a fucking terrible season this season. And wow. I just, yeah, sorry. <laughs> like, that's really how I feel about it. I just think not Mike Tomlin's one of I the best just... coaches in the league. I think Kenny he Kenny is. And listen, I don't, I don't strides. hate Mike Tomlin. I don't hate Mike Tomlin at all. I actually really like him. I think with what I Kenny just... Pickett did last year, I think he showed – but he was playing behind an awful offensive line. I think he showed promise there. He had uh, three fourth quarter comebacks and four game winning drives in only 12 games. Um, you know, and I think they added a lot of people around him offensively. Um, you know, they got Allen Robinson, who I think will be a help. I, they got um, my real dark horse is Darnell Washington. I think he That's is going to be one of the best Titans in the country in a yeah. couple of years. Um, I think the letdown is going to be their defense. They lost a lot of people on defense. Which is crazy um, when we talk about the Steelers, I think. When I think about the Steelers, yeah, you don't think I of think them back, as more of offense. I, I think like, back to some of their elite defensive groupings mm-hmm. that they used to have. And that's why I'm like, I agree that Mike Tomlin is a, a phenomenal coach, but I just don't know. I think we're really going to see like a restructuring of that whole team and situation. I think it's very possible. Years. I think it's the, the defense is going to let them down, I think. Mm-hmm. But, I have a hot take. Hit us. I think while I do think that Mike Tomlin is one of the better coaches the NFL has seen over the last few decades, I think that if Tom Co- I think Tom why did I say Tom Coughlin? I don't know. <laughs> Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin. I think that if he were I, I don't know why I was thinking Tom Coughlin. They could not be more different humans. No, very different. Regardless, Mike Tomlin. I think that if he were a head coach in any major market, L.A., Chicago, New York, Miami, he would have been fired decades ago. Pittsburgh is one of those cities where you can middle and not be great and go over 500 and keep your job for the rest of forever. Shit like that does not ride in major markets, especially major markets who have a history of winning. And I think that he's had teams where and talent where middling is not good enough. And the division hasn't been great, so he's been able to do a little bit over of middling. But I think that if he had been anywhere else, he would not have a job still. And I do I love him. And I do think place, it's a mess. It's I, a mess. I think that if he were anywhere else, though, that pressure of, you know, maybe having to perform in a Boston, New York, L.A., whatever, he could have won a fucking Super Bowl. He's 100%. so talented, but it's just the fact that everyone there seems kind of content with mediocrity. But totally. on top of that, I don't believe in Kenny Pickett. I also want to keep calling him Kenny Pick Six. Yeah, and I'm still yeah. mad at Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> so I'll always be mad at Ben. I'll always be mad at Ben Roethlisberger. Like I, I, I'm just gonna come like come out of the closet. Like I'm a Steelers hater. Like full like 
I'm sorry. Like I do feel like they're room, a like, team I don't that if like you them. don't like them, you kind of have a bad taste for them. I really don't like them. I never have liked them. They're one of those teams. All right. So based on that, who do you guys think wins the division and who's well, we all have the Bengals winning the division. Who do you yeah. guys have going to the playoffs? I have Bengals and Ravens. I think I'm gonna say the same. Um I- yeah, I'm, I think I'm yeah. saying the same as well. Even though I don't love the Ravens as much, I'm a little bit lower on the Ravens than most people. I I, I love Lamar Jackson's great. I don't know that I love the rest of their roster. Let's talk about real quick while we talk about Cincinnati. Where do we stand on the Burrow train? Uh, are we Burrow fans? I am a Burrow fan, so I'm a Burrow I'm, fan. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited. I don't know how you're him. not. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Some people are not. Some people are not. But I just wanted to check. Um, I love Joe Burrow. I'm really excited for the Jags Cincinnati game. That's going to be so sick. We got to start um, planning that. Yeah, we got to start planning that. We will be going. We will be there. I am so excited to go to the Jags original stadium for the first time. Um, but we'll talk about that when that comes up. But I I really like the Bengals. I've liked the Bengals for the last couple of years. I like Joe Burrow. I see them going to the playoffs. Um how do we feel about them in playoffs? I think sometimes they can drop it, but I, I, I think they have I feel about Baltimore. Yeah. Wait, Tyler, I want to know your beef with the Baltimore roster because I love the Baltimore roster. I just don't think the receiving cores as good. You don't what? Um I don't like they OBJ. Have Odell I think Beckham OBJ Jr. Is, I think he's kind and- of washed. Zay Flowers, Dude, Mark they built that whole thing up I don't to get love him Zay to Flowers stay. They, I'm they not a Zay Flowers whole, guy. They made all that work to get Lamar to stay. Like yeah, they literally beefed up their offense. Yeah, that no. was the they whole have purpose. done that, but I don't. Tyler Linderbaum also a dude. great pick. I think it's gonna be. They might be sick, dude. I think they're I gonna be sick. If you have Nelson Aguilar as a number two, you're gonna be fine. I don't know. I think they're just gonna hover around that ten win mark, probably sneak into the playoffs and losing the first round. Yeah, I mean that's possible too. Because they I haven't been a great I mean, playoff team either. I don't look I at any of these teams as super great playoff teams, though. I have to be honest. Well, since he went to the Super Bowl. I was yeah. going to say, I like the Bengals. I like the Bengals, too. I don't know, but I feel like they sometimes they get into those big games and they can't. I don't know. I think Ravens will be fine. I just wouldn't be surprised if there was some regression this year. I think the Bengals are going to have regression this year. I think That's, them and the Bills both. Yeah, I, I think they might, too. I, it might just be a division that kind of I don't know. Cam I think, I think like mid is word. such a good way of putting the whole Steelers situation. Ken, I keep. I know we have already moved on, but I keep thinking back to that. I think that's such a good point. And I think if they finish under Cleveland this year, the city is going to be like. I, I don't think last, there's I think you've got to fire him. You got to fire him. Got to. Cleveland, Cleveland, Pittsburgh. I think are very close. Personally, I think that Cleveland's a decent bit better than Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh could if really Deshaun have... Watson can re- revitalize himself. Yeah. Well, they still but have depth at quarterback now. I agree. Yeah, that's true. They do have our boy, but I also am not a preseason believer. So, well, no, even not even that. I mean, they just have depth in general. Like they're only going to carry three quarterbacks because you can Josh with Dobbs. the new rule. But I just don't, I don't know if it's going to be. I'll say it. I yeah, you said it. that last week, but yeah. even with that, I think that the I agree with Kendra, who who their third and fourth spots like are still pretty good. Like I don't know. Yeah, they're, they're I fine. I like. I like you can win games. I mean, here's the thing. If any if they're gonna carry three quarterbacks, I see Kellen Mond leaving before I see Josh Dobbs leaving. Oh, I forgot about Kellen Mond. Yeah, yeah Kellen Mond's Kevin Mond, Kellen Mond's not making the team. That's I'll what say. I'm saying. I think that when they're Kellen gonna Mond's have And I'm yeah. the biggest Kellen Mond fan in the world. I loved him at Texas A&M. He's not making the team. But that's what I'm saying, Sorry, though, Kellen. is like 
at that point, they have Deshaun Watson, Josh Dobbs, and Dorian Thompson Robinson. Yeah. Those are all three players that play a pretty similar yeah, that's, style that's enough fine. to I, Deshaun. I don't think I you're think, off. I mean, into thinking about playoffs, I think Cincinnati's the team, and then there's a bunch of the three mid teams. That's disagree. I think the Ravens. I think are, the Ravens are the best of the mid teams, and they have the highest potential of those mid teams. But I think they're kind of mid. I don't think they're bad. Um, I think they'll hover around that 10 win mark, but I just don't think they're going to do too much after that. That being said, I did not take any of the over-unders on this division. I no, don't I like it. I, I, it's a ter- terrifying division. Anything yeah, could happen. It's, a su- it's sus. This division is sus. Yeah. <laughs> I don't any know, other man. comments, thoughts? Uh, my one comment, Cincinnati, I don't think it will. I was much more confident in this when Joe Mixon's legal troubles were still up in the air. He's kind of got that figured out. Big fan of uh, the running back Chase Brown that from Illinois yeah. that Cincinnati drafted. Mm-hmm. I think if he gets an opportunity, he that I think he's going to be really good. Um, I just don't know if he'll be given much of an opportunity since cool. since Jamar or since Joe has figured it out. Yeah. All right. Um, I think that's all our NFL stuff. Couple quick PLL comments and some F one stuff before we start to close out. I... Oh, sorry. Hold on, one real quick. I'm sorry. Before we move on, I just noticed Tyler's note here. So this Tyler, oh, yeah, uh, if you've been following, <laughs> we have been discussing Tyler's long con conspiracy, which is that whoever obviously comes in last place this year in the NFL will get the first pick to pick my boy, um, Caleb, Caleb Williams. Williams. Okay. So this, everybody's boy. Yeah, this. So not, this is no. Uh, hold on. Time out. <laughs> He's not everybody's boy because there's a there's a faction of the internet that's driving me insane that's convinced themselves Drake May is better than Caleb Williams and that's just asinine. Interesting. It's ridiculous. So this He's is not the first division me. you don't see a potential long con. So you don't see any of these teams no, blowing their teams season to go be, for Caleb Williams. I, I think they're going to be above the threshold to be in contention for Caleb Williams. But me thinking that automatically means there's probably going to be two of them in contention for Caleb Williams. Okay, I just wanted to touch on that real quick. But yes, all right, Kendra, we can move on to our next point. The long con, baby. So the long, the long con. con. I always have to bring it up every episode because I'm so Caleb fascinated Williams. by this long con conspiracy. And I'm sh- I like can't wait to see who ends up getting the first pick next year. I guarantee it's not going to be any of the people I've predicted. I know. We do we need, need to, to make a final call. Yeah, we need to make a fantasy football fo- league. For Steve. Yeah. Not the hot chip. I'm telling y'all right now. <laughs> NFW, no fucking way. What am I doing? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Couple PLL things. I'm not going to go too crazy in depth here. One, I just have to say, seeing Sierra and the Cannons throwbacks last week was fucking fire. And I went to look at them and they had already sold out. That did turn She's my so opinion the camp. Seeing it on a person, the jersey looks much better. The than bucket the hat, the jeans. She's so hot. She's so awesome. I thought she had her family like all dressed to the night. They looked sick. Very well representative of the PLL. And I was also impressed with the jersey, too. I, she sold that jersey out online. Um. The PLL is in Seattle this weekend. One, RIP the Chrome. I think that their odds of making the playoffs are like complete dog shit. We're fucked. Two, the faceoff might be gone forever, question mark. Why? Or what happened? Becoming so because with the dangerous? new shot clock rules, there are people who like aren't being dressed, aren't being traveled. The people are just taking like 
the shot clock is might get rid of the face off. It's TBD. Hmm, interesting. So that's like the big conversation right now, kind of around like lacrosse and lacrosse Twitter is should the shot clock stay or go? I see both sides. I think the face off is a huge part of lacrosse and you know, lacrosse's history and stuff, but I also do like the speed of the game with a shot clock. I don't have an opinion. This isn't a political statement. <laughs> I just I I do love the face off. So I think if I had to lead one way or the other, I I'm pro face off and no shot clock because I think it keeps the game how the game was intended. But I do I get it. Um it's tough. That's a tough and one. And if you're going to watch a game this weekend, I would say watch the Chaos versus Water Dogs game. I think that that is the game of the weekend. Wearing, and by now, Jackson's wearing, peanut butter yeah. picks would Water have... Dogs. Let's Ooh. go dogs. Wait, where'd you get that? Uh, I think this is a barstool shirt. Of course. Yeah. Nice. All right. Those are all my PLL notes. Not a ton of F1 stuff. This has been the quietest silly season probably ever. I feel like nothing has happened other than Crickets. the boys like soft launching girlfriends which we can talk about because i've been all over this i think that it's because we don't have races and no silly season that the internet is so like focused on these girlfriends right now but my god the pressure of being an f1 girlfriend right now is just astounding the pressure of being roscoe is much higher I love Roscoe. Um, I have like eight tweets of the week, so I'll just bring my Roscoe one up now. The tweets of him from Lewis Hamilton's account about him like taking oh, naps and, and stuff oh, and I skateboarding. skateboarding. Oh, he's so cute. That was that so skateboarding cool. thread was so good. It was so that was like the gist of it, but it it was so good. I I just love Roscoe and Lewis, but. Mick soft launched a girlfriend. I feel like everyone, I mean, obviously Alex and Lily spent the break together. They're my favorite couple. I um, agree. Yeah. I don't know. Kind of just not a whole lot going on. Lando was on a boat. Um, yeah, I, did, I didn't see what, what did Charles and his girlfriend get into? So, well, first of all, I'm going to say um, I'm a huge fan of Max Verstappen's girlfriend, Kelly Piquet and her daughter, Penelope. I love their family dynamic. All their like cute little pictures that have come out from their break have just been so, so cute. So I'm a big fan of theirs. Um, Charles, our boy. So Charles and Carlos both have new girlfriends. Carlos has a girlfriend? Yes. Already? So, yes. Um, so they have new girlfriends and their ex-girlfriends are currently on vacation together. <laughs> so oh, yeah. that's a lot of fun. Um, but Charles's new girlfriend, she's an art history student. Her name is Alexandria. I know who she is, yeah. Um, the internet and, and me too. Uh, this girl, she's gorgeous. Of course, all these women are absolutely gorgeous. She has one of the biggest cases of RBF that I have ever seen in my life and um some of these like f1 gossip channels you know they they get these pictures i don't know how they do it props to those people that run those accounts and those twitters i mean that's a like full-time job stalking these people maybe you should like take some time to you know reflect but i enjoy the content um but anyway charles if you don't know he has two brothers who are also racers so shout out to charles's mom for dealing with three motorsport racers because i don't Arthur. think i could take that anxiety um anyway they all went with their girlfriends uh on a family trip with uh charles's mom and there were a bunch of pictures that came out and in none of these pictures is his new girlfriend smiling she is just constantly like 
like making it, it's just I gotta look it up the comments are so good she looks like she would rather be anywhere else which is fine but maybe don't be dating Charles Leclerc who has everybody in his comments wanting to date him <laughs> so I'm looking like... at Charlotte's Instagram right now holy crap yeah so um crazy stuff that's just kind of the behind the scenes tea. I've been really bored with this silly season. Um, Kendra sent me an iconic, uh, I can't remember if it was you or Abby, actually. Um, Abby, our other F1 friend, friend of the pod, um, sent me a graphic um, illustrating the remaining years of each driver's contract um, from now through like 2028. And I don't know, it's just been very quiet. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. Yeah, it seems like the only thing was the Audi rumor. Yeah. Pons. Is that it? Was there anything else to recap? Um, no, not really. I mean, the, the biggest meme of that graphic was that Lance Stroll. What? Breaking news. Oh, yeah. So Lance's. So I just Googled about Charles and his girlfriend. And I guess finally, like the sports gossip blogs have dug far enough into TikTok Uh-oh. to find and release all of the history between Charles's new girlfriend and his ex-girlfriend and how they used to be friends. Oh, because no he always way. dates within the same friend group. That's like everyone's big oh, knock Charles. on him is that he always dates within the same friend group. Oh, Charles. Can't be doing that, Charles. No, that's not the move, <laughs> dude. Ah, oh, damn. That's crazy. Did you see the pictures of her at dinner? Did you see those, Kendra? Yeah, but they all, like, so Charles and Charlotte broke up, and then he started dating this girl almost immediately. Yeah. And they were team Charlotte, by the way. And and Charlotte and his girlfriend before her used to be friends. Yeah. Charlotte is so awesome, Tyler. I'm team Charlotte. She's so awesome. Do either of them have any animals? That will sway me. Unaware. Um... All so right. yeah, that's, that's F1. The, that's the gossip. That's the F1 gossip. We There's do have F1 next weekend. F1, F1 is back next weekend Where are in we the Netherlands. Netherlands. We're in the Netherlands. It's Max's home race. Max's, Max's home. home race. Um, what time is everything at? Should we have a watch party? Yeah, I will pull all that. Oh, is I actually have it on my calendar. Please hold. I have the entire F1 calendar merged with mine. Um, We have 6.30 a.m. on Friday. Practice mm. one. Practice two at 10 a.m. So we'll probably catch that on Friday, 10 a.m. Practice two. Saturday, we have practice three at 5.30 a.m. And then we have qualifying Saturday at nine. And the race is on Sunday also at nine. If we have quali at nine, I'm going to have to sit in the 98.5 studio. Wait, I'm not going to be here next weekend. Uh Uh-oh. I'm going to be in Milwaukee next weekend. No way. That's crazy. My cousin's getting married. Yeah. My little cousin is getting married. You're going to get to see the whole fam. That's lit. Tell everyone we say hi. So I'm going to get up at 8 a.m. to watch qualifying after. I'm probably still going to be drunk. I'm not going to lie to you guys. Um, And then the race is at 9 on Sunday. So we'll be up. What time zone is Milwaukee in? You're not getting the I'll be in your time zone. Nope. So it's at your... seven, right? Nope. It's at nine. So you nope. gotta get up at oh, eight. I thought you said the race was at eight. No, nine. Good work. Carry on. Paul. My war with time zones. It, it will never Good matter. work, Paul. Good work. Okay. Paul. Closing segments. Tweets of the week. Am I the only one that has tweets or tea party? I think um, so, I but have I a... have Michael Orr. Okay, yeah. then you can steal that from me. I have a Instagram post of the week. Okay, what is it? 
I'm going to shout out our buddy, Will Whitelaw. We talked about him earlier. Um, we had some Leagues Cup action the past couple of weeks. Um, he is obviously, if you don't know, he works with the New England Revolution. Um, and he posted some really cool stuff of some really awesome people he got to meet through the Leagues Cup. And he got to meet um, one of my favorite influencers favorite influencers Jamad Thien and I'm so sorry if I butchered her name but she is a Muslim basketball influencer she runs her own camps out of Boston um huge Boston influencer really pro sport pro women in sport she's really awesome and he posted a picture of her and I'm so jealous you got to meet her Will so if you're listening to this um I'm so jealous and I hope you had fun King um and uh on that note Nashville SC very exciting they won their uh semifinal quarterfinals and I watched that game to, I did as well super awesome um I'm really excited for just MLS and League Cup stuff in general I think it's really great to see soccer becoming big in America right now um and kind of destroying these Mexican teams right like that's kind of wild just seeing some of these MLS teams play these really big games um and come out winning and we're gonna have a big game against miami so we'll see how that goes i'm really excited um i think messi is great for the american soccer market Leonel. and i i'm i'm very happy with it so i know that's right, not really well, a tweet of the week but there you go i actually got into this conversation last night with some of the people in our fantasy league because i watched the games with them at ryan's house how do you guys feel about messi's contract and do you think that i've seen it well, he's getting like revenue from streaming, and he's only playing. Oh not well, gonna- doesn't he, like own the team partially or something? He's got like it, an ownership. It's, it's like a, it's like it's a contract that we've never seen before. And my yeah. question is, just do you guys think that contracts like this should be allowed? Are they good for the game? I don't think so. I think that you should get a salary. You shouldn't get a portion of X streaming, X revenue from this, X revenue from that. If it's revenue, just fucking pay the guy. Like it doesn't need like stop it stop this is getting too far this is going to change contracts and the way that the league works way too much i get nil but at what point is this too far and too wrong i don't yeah. really know if i have much of an opinion because i don't know enough but um it's a lot more of a risk for i feel like it would be safer to just have a salary right because yeah. if you're getting this like revenue sharing agreement like stuff could hit the fan and you That's, could just lose just... your money I just don't think that and I, I don't remember who it was that went to some Middle Eastern league recently, some big player, but he part of his Ronaldo. contract was yeah, yeah. It's like if he tweets about the league or whatever, he gets like five hundred K. Like what? That's crazy. Yeah, I I think it's interesting and this is something that I uh, we talk about a lot on the show and I what I do for work and you know, my work in NIL and my experience with, with contracts is this is something that I find fascinating about sports in any, in any league. Um, and I'm a big advocate of the fact that contracts are forever changing. And this is exactly what you said, Kendra, a contract we've never even seen before. I think when we're talking about players like Ronaldo and Messi, these guys at this elite level, um, with soccer being, you know, something that has been very much European centric. Now we're seeing it come to America. I don't think we can really even predict how these kinds of deals are going to, are going to go and how they're going to work out. I think Messi is such an, such a unique situation, right? Because obviously there was so much that had to go on to, to figure that deal out. And I think it opens a Pandora's box of other issues, right? If he gets this deal, why can't person X, Y, and Z get the same? So 
I don't know. I don't. But Lino's I, like I, soccer I, god, right? Yeah, I but get, I want to yeah, keep the game I, fair, and this risks the ability to do that. It, it opens a door that I think can be dangerous and can can affect other sports and other leagues. But I do think it's interesting when you think about who the contract is for. I I think it's just I I can see the argument of it's a once in a lifetime deal you know, they'll never do it again, but they've done it. So now there's, you know, kind of this possibility on the table. And I don't know, I don't, I'm not a huge fan. I get it if they needed it to bring him to Miami. I think it's worth it in that aspect, but I can see your point, how it would be unfair down the line to other players and in other situations. I don't know how I feel about streaming and all that. I think that's, I think it makes sense. I think we think about, you know, the Taylor Swift situation or some other, you know, Sports and music is different, but some of the streaming revenue situations that we've seen come out of the music industry, and, and now yeah, we see sports. In the entertainment industry yeah, too, I mean, we're seeing streaming just completely change the game, and I, I think that we have yet to see how it's really going to impact sports. And I think this is one of the first contracts that really takes that into consideration. And I don't know how it's going to go. We're going to just have to see. But I have my my hesitations about it too, for sure. Yeah, I just I I think you jeopardize the fairness of sports when you get shit like that involved. And that's my fear. Um, My only other tweet of the week situation that we haven't already touched on is also an Instagram post of the week. And it's just the fact that a Sunoda Jags cup was recommended to me from the NFL shop on Instagram. That's crazy. That's so creepy. Creepy. Do you creepy. Google Yuki a, a lot? It's I mean, I do, from Google. It's Google. I consume a lot of Yuki lore. If you're a if you're a fan of the show, this is probably one of the creepiest examples of the FBI listening to us. But the other day, I haven't even told either of you about this. I went downstairs, um, and I had on my Alexa downstairs a hush puppy recipe. Yum. Yeah, that's a deep cut. and. I didn't know what hush puppies were until about a month ago. And they're definitely listening to me because that's so creepy that they would know that. (laughs) I love hush puppies. I want one so so bad now. Oh, fuck. They're so good. I'm starving. I've been so busy. I have not been eating like for days now and it's becoming an issue. I agree. All right. Tea party. You guys don't have any, but I have enough for all three of us. Yep, absolutely do thing i want to talk about i guess britney spears is getting a divorce and it's really kind of divided the internet is I it guess bad her... that i didn't know she was married yeah yes i had no clue she was married yeah that was a big thing to like a 29 year old yeah but the thing is is that he's come out and i guess there's been rumors that she was cheating with the housekeeper and um that she was like abusing him like he had like bruises of like bites on him or his her husband britney the husband Brittany was abusing him the husband okay like he came out and he had like bite marks all over him and stuff and the internet and her mom has come out to say that he's not standing behind her and stuff but i've got to be honest i'm a britney apologist i really am like do i think everything that she does is justified because she has been so abused for so long absolutely but as an individual i think that i cannot say that i wouldn't do the same thing that he's doing because i just you get one life love you babe but like i'm i can't yeah, I think I think any anytime we talk about Britney is a little tricky because we have to be so cautious about what is true and what is not. And I think that she is one of those people and the people that she has surrounded herself with and her conservatorship and all that situation. It's like 
do we know the real Britney? I think a lot of, about Paris Hilton, if you've watched any of her um, stuff that she's come out with in the last couple of years, but she talks about what it was like growing up in, in the spotlight. And if you watch an interview with her now, she does her real voice and she's just like a completely different person. Like she's just like the Paris Hilton that you think, you know, is just a whole different personality that, that she puts on. And I think Brittany with what she's been through in her life has probably got a lot of serious trauma and things that she needs to deal with. And that's not an excuse in any way for ever putting your hands on anybody else. And if that is true, obviously um, that's never acceptable, especially in a relationship situation. And it's a important opportunity to point out that domestic violence happens to men too and it, it's something that you know they experience and goes really unreported in a lot of situations so um i i hope that it works out for everybody and that everybody is you know safe and in a good situation but i think it's it's really tough with britney because you never really know what the true story is because a lot of the people that are reporting on her behalf aren't necessarily really working on her behalf so Totally. I think my bigger point here is just that, like, I hate that the Internet's dragging him for doing what's yeah. best for him, because this can't 100%. be an easy situation to be no. in either. Like, you can care about her as much as you want. But like. I would I mean, what she's been putting on the Internet, regardless of her situation and how sad it is, like, I don't know if I'd want to do that either. Right. You have to think about a relationship being two people. And, you know, I, I can imagine that being in a relationship with her is probably pretty taxing both emotionally, spiritually, and obviously even physically, unfortunately. And, and you do have to do what's best for you at that point. And again, it just goes to the the whole concept of the internet being in on these celebrity relationships and, and pretending like they know anything about, you know, having these parasocial relationships with these people can be really dangerous. And I don't know. I just, I, it makes me really sad when I see things like this because, you know, the, at the end of the day, it was a marriage and it, it seemed like they really did care for each other and love each other. And it's always sad to see that kind of not work out. But I wish the best yeah. for the best for both of them, you know? Yeah, me too. Um, Tyler, you wanted to talk about the Michael Orr stuff. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It's like another kind of conservatorship situation. yeah right coming right Weirdly off that enough. conversation yeah i read further into it this morning um i'm trying to mute my group chat because people won't shut up um but i read further into it this morning and i guess that both lawyers have come out i really don't know how i feel just because the two lawyers came out and said that he knew all along and like in his memoir or whatever he called it a conservatorship and not like an adoption and blah, blah, blah. And now there's people that live in their town who are saying they suck and people who are saying they don't suck. I just don't know. I, I mean, I'm hoping that it's not because he's hurting for money or something and because this is actually like a situation. But I don't know. I think that this is crazy. And I almost feel like they have to do a follow up movie on it just for oh, shits and gigs. And it's uh, it's definitely going to be more of a documentary. I feel like now it's probably going to be like a 30 for 30 kind of the blind side too but it's not gonna be Sandra Bullock's not gonna be there like looking back at it though I do like I love that movie and now that I know that it potentially is probably did you love fake, that movie? I did but now that I know that it's probably potentially fake it's like this is so fucked up not only if this is like even half true on their part but also the fact that Disney just exploited this situation and blew it up and like glorified it is kind of crazy yeah i remember when it first came out and it, it got a lot of success one of the one of the bigger 
comments on it was that it's it's a, a pretty obvious example of the trope of a, a white savior right sandra bullock's character and her family comes in and they save him and and you know it, it works out in the end and when you hear it from this perspective you watch the movie or you look at the situation a whole lot differently I, I, there was a lot of um pushback from that from that criticism like no 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 like this was real like it's a real true story it really happened and now hearing all this and thinking back to that criticism i can't help but agree with with that with that take and i i think it's really unfortunate that this could have been such a great story and example of of you know kindness and the human experience in football and just now it's kind of just got a sour taste in my mouth i don't I painted don't, yeah i don't really like it it's just it's unfortunate. It's kind of like if if you you found out Rudy was fake, you know, like it's just like these like good hearted sports movies that we, you know, take so to heart and just to find out that, it, you know, things aren't what they seem is always kind of tough. And I thought that was such a good movie. Yeah. I, Rudy I, and the Blind Side. I think the Blind Side's awful. I'm gonna why? With you. I just think it's a bad movie. I, I think it came off as very fake. Um and I just think it's over. It was a bad year for movies. Also, I think um, 2009 just bad year. But I just don't think it was. Popular? I think it's overrated as as a sports movie. The Blind Side. Um, Avatar. Let, was I hope my mom doesn't listen year. to this episode because she'll hate you forever. Well, I mean that's fine. Yeah, and movies are subjective. You can like movies that I dislike. Um, just, but. I just it wasn't for me. I thought it came off as very fake. I think Sandra Bullock. Now that I look back at it, I agree. But like, you're telling me this grown man. Oh, I've never had a bed. That's not real. You've had a bed. I don't know about that, Tyler. I don't, I don't know, know. That, if, like if that's your criticism from it. Like I think that's probably it just one came of the off more realistic, fake. <laughs> the realistic aspects of it. Run the damn ball. Well, I, have you fake. ever been Run in a situation like? I just think that maybe you should. I don't know if that's the best criticism. I it's just I, I thought it was a very flat movie. The writing is just my issue with. It. I just don't think it was written very well. True yeah. story or not, I just don't think it was written very well. Yeah, I think you would be surprised at the amount of people that have made it to that point in their life without a bed. I think it might be pretty sad. I don't to know. Think about. I just don't think he, he came off as somebody that needed that situation. But cre- uh, to pivot. The Saturday Night Live spoof they did on the blind side with Peyton Manning, it's so real right now. Go and watch it. I highly recommend it. It's just super hilarious. cringe now. So like, cringy now. So at. cringe. Um, Kendra, this last tea party, I don't know. I got your your message this morning, but I don't know any details. I haven't read anything into this, so please tell me Bro. what's going on. One of the most wanted murderers in the world allegedly has killed like 250 plus people was arrested in Rye Beach, New Hampshire yesterday. What's his name? I don't remember. Hold on. Let me. I couldn't. I could not pronounce it. Or does he have like a killer name like uh, the Zodiac or? No, his name. And I'm going to butcher this. Antonio Jose de Abreu Vidal Fijo. Oh, yeah. I got it. That's a mouthful. Yeah. Yeah. He's been found guilty of like I think like five or six murders, but could be guilty for up to like 250. Where yeah. like across the country or just in the New Hampshire area? Um, I think he's from Brazil, maybe. Oh yeah, he's from Brazil and he ran away. 
here. Interesting. The thing that's interesting, interesting to me is that it's rye. If you're familiar with the new the seacoast area of New Hampshire, rye is a very and they're all very nice towns. Rye is very um, wealthy and super educated. Man? Like, no, but it's just it's interesting to me that that would be. I guess that's ultimately right. Like, probably the perfect place to hide. Yeah, I, um, I would have guessed Manchester. Kind of. I would have guessed Manchester, even Hampton Beach. I would have been less surprised than Rye. Yeah, Rye Beach same. Is, is odd to me. Yeah, Rye Beach is crazy, and it's only seven. It's literally like one of the tiniest towns. So small in New England. So like small. it's so little. Yeah, tiny. Um. All right. It is now time for Tyler's favorite segment of the, the moon. If you're new here, this is where we read Tyler's horoscope to him. What does the moon say about you all? Because you all have been very like, grumpy today. That's what I want to know. Wow. I just got invited Drag to us. a Zaza fest. I hope that's a weed festival. I hope that's exactly <laughs> what I think it is, and I'm all in. Um, mine says sometimes patience achieves more than force. That's probably a good thing for me to hear. And that am I? It wants to know if I'm looking for reciprocation. I will look at Haley in a second. My do's and don'ts today, because Tyler asked, do endorphins, pillow fights, and sweaty palms. Ooh. Don't grasp yeah, at straws, palms. sleep on the couch, or have demands. Sounds good. Um, Sick. Haley and I are compatible today because we are both ride or dies. We're usually in the bath or shower. We're oh. not obsessed with our exes, and we both have rock collections. Oh my god, I have a rock on my desk! I have a box of a rocks. Rock. Please hold, please hold, please hold. We have We're a going to get the of box the of rocks. Jameson is here, everybody. Emma heard box of rocks, and he's like, "Oh, I gotta." Hey, buddy. Up. This is just a quarter of my rock collection. Oh, those are beautiful. I... <laughs> That's not a boulder. It's a I rock. Have so many rocks. Um, Why do you have so many rocks? I just like them. Wow. I really pioneers like rocks. used to ride. <laughs> What is the quote? The pioneers, pioneers used to ride, ride these, these babies, babies for, for miles. miles. For miles. That's um, Tyler, today it says, on a lazy Sunday, Tyler people watches all day without speaking to Bro. anybody. Do like to people watch. On lazy Sundays, I like to sleep until 11 and finally venture out to nap under the sun. True. Me. And Haley, on a lazy Sunday, likes to marathon their favorite childhood movies in bed. He. That's so crazy. I just rewatched The Prince of Egypt the other day. If you've ever seen that. That's a good one. That's a deep cut, too. Great movie. Great movie. Underrated. Um, It says that you're able to see yourself as a singular being today, but that I am too sensitive to do that. Yeah. I'm always a singular being. It says you feel alive and invigorating today. I do feel pretty productive. What's up, James? I just accidentally stuck my finger in wax. It says we're supposed so to share an great. old secret with each other today. You got old secret. You already shared a secret with me today that I'm mad at you for. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't really have any Same. secrets. I'm, not a very I'm also mad at him for that, that secret. A secret. That is your secret that you shared with me today, and I actually will handle it if you want. Okay. It's out of my hands. <laughs> I think, how funny would that be? That would be kind of I'm funny. Honestly, <laughs> anything at this point. I'm waiting. That would waiting. be Wait, Tyler, funny. What's your mom's Instagram handle? I couldn't tell you. I don't even know if she has one. Oh, she has to. She's not the most social person in the world. Can the I DM? Does your dad have social? Yeah, I think he follows us. Do you know his handle? No. 
okay, well, you're not helping me solve this issue for you. Not at all. Um, uh, I'm trying to think if I have an old secret. Um, it's not really a secret. I eat, I prefer cold pizza the day Ew. after. And cold chicken, you psycho. And cold chicken. I do. I like cold. I like leftovers. Yeah. I'm a big leftovers guy. We went well, on leftovers vacation are my least once. favorite. I and love a good leftover. Straight up had cold chicken out of the fridge. It was one yeah. of the craziest Ew. things I've ever seen in my life. It's just I, something about a good leftover. Not seafood. Never do seafood leftovers. That's suspicious. I don't think I have. That's where I draw the secrets. line. Is it? I don't know. I'm trying to think of like weird things that people don't know about me, but I can't really think of anything because I kind of just lay it all out there. Yeah, I don't know if I have any weird secrets either. I don't think so. I don't think I have any weird. Ones. Not that I can talk about on the show, at least. Yeah, not that I can talk about on the show. I mean, I have some. I have some good ones, but I can't talk. About all right. Any closing thoughts? Um, I hope everyone has a great week. We are rapidly approaching the fall. I don't know where summer oh, thank went. God. Like, I have no idea where summer Shut went. Shut up, Tyler. I'm so excited but... for a nice hoodie weather, dude. Mm. You don't even know. Um, I hope I have a closing has a great thought. Week. I don't know. I thought I had another closing thought, but I can't remember what it is. So, oh well. My closing thought is that fuck Steve Hewitt. I hope he loses our league. <laughs> fuck wow. Steve Hewitt is, it's... I couldn't have said it better myself. That's exactly. You gotta figure and you'll out never ever hear this anyway. Nope. Honestly, Steve, if you hear this organically and you message me without anybody telling you that it's in here, I will Venmo you twenty dollars. I won't. I'll Venmo no. request back that twenty dollars because <clears throat> you don't deserve it. All right, Tyler. Closing thought. No, I don't know Steve like that. All right, love you guys. Keep love on you guys. Have a great week. See you next week. <laughs>